Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Well, the inconsistencies of Joe Biden will be talked about for days now in this first press conference in uh, 64 days since President Joe Biden took over the White House. Uh, but <clears throat> I, I want to talk about something different because let's let's get past, if we can, the inconsistencies as glaring as they are and, and this, the incoherency I felt that Biden was. And let's focus on solutions at the border. Let's bridge gaps here in Washington to actually get something done. I don't believe I can make it in media. You know why? Because I believe in bridging the gap in ways that bring people together, not just certain, uh, you know, certain political beliefs, races, ethnicities, whatever. I believe in bridging a gap between real divides that we are seeing on the day, in the day. That's why I won't make it. Because people in media want to just continue that divide and not bridge a gap. But I'm different. I want to say, yes, let's work together. Let's see the Republicans and Democrats in Senate work together. Let's be concerned about Joe Biden's incoherency and really just train of thought losing, you know, process being lost some of the press comments. And let's on Alex Garrett podcasting focus on the solutions. That's why someone who wants to focus on solutions won't really make it in media because that's th- 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 if there are solutions, then things don't exist. Then pro- then the need for legislation and for lobbying don't exist if there's actual solutions, right? And the need to make headlines won't exist if things are solved, you know, little by little. You just got to keep amplifying the problem, but not here. I don't want to amplify the problem. I want to amplify the solutions. And let me talk about a new bill that they're being introduced by Senators Marsha Blackburn, Joni Ernst, Tom Tillis, Mike Rounds of South Dakota, Tillis of North Carolina, Ernst of Iowa, and Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee, called the End Child Trafficking Now Act. This was reported on by the Washington Examiner, by the way, picking up on this, Mark Miller. And here's what's going on here. This bill cites three different things which I think are common sense, I don't think are cruel, and I don't think especially hurt the kids beyond what we're seeing at the facilities right now. Deport alien adults, those who come over the border illegally who refuse DNA tests. If you really love your child, you would say, yes, this is my kid. I will take a DNA test for this kid. I will, uh, for my kid, I will take a bullet for my kid. I will do whatever it needs to to make sure he is, he or she is safe. Second, criminalizing child recycling. Basically, that's when the same child is... Did you know this is going on? The same child is used repeatedly to gain entry by illegal aliens who are neither relatives nor legal guardians. Uh, Marsha Blackburn Senator says, if family ties or legal guardianship cannot be proven with the accompanying adult, 
HHS processes the child as an uncompanied minor under current law. It's all about the law at the border. Law and border, you know, let's just talk about that. I remember I sat here on this podcast talking about how we were um, talking about the Washington Post and how they kind of glorified, I hate to say it, the cha- the smuggler, the the heroics of the smuggler, taking them overnight into the into America. It's like, why are we even uh, a hero, making them a hero? Tom Tillis says the Biden administration's response has been severely lacking. But this one, this one is also pretty damn good. A 10-year prison sentence for adults who lie about family ties. Oh, but they want to be here. They want to make a dream. Yeah, well, you can't lie your way into this country. That's not how this works. That's not how Ellis Island worked. That's not how... Legal immigration works. You can't lie to be here, or and and more dangerously, you can't lie and get away with lying to bring a kid over who's unaccompanied. You know who's who's not with their actual parent. You can now, but you shouldn't be able to get away with it. And this whole thing highlights another issue. Trump tried to deter it. I mean, there were minimal people trying to cross the border because of his talk, and and that seemingly was a good thing because we don't have the facilities overcrowded. We had the the kids situation at the border. We had the separation of the border, but we didn't have the massive overflow that we have now because the, the the say we said stay away. And sometimes staying away has always been applauded. Except when Trump said it, right? Sometimes asking for a border fence, like the Democrats have done, was applauded until Trump said it, right? Okay, so I I digress. What we're seeing now isn't just a a today problem. It's clear to see that this has been going on for decades and decades. It's increased again, but it's not something that just goes away overnight. So, how do we take action? How do we take thorough, swift action? I say, if the Democrats really want to fix this problem, they literally do something which they sometimes don't want to do, and cross the aisle and talk with the GOP senators who are introducing the End Child Trafficking Now Act. It's common sense. This isn't some political thing. This is common sense. Why would you refuse a DNA test at the border if you're really the kid's parent? Let's be honest. Why would you lie if you really care about your kid? Let's be honest. And let's get this situation fixed. And then, of course, this, this whole thing takes away from actual good things that are being done by regular people 
in our own cities. And the efforts going on to actually encourage people to come back up is not lost on my brain. It's lost in the mainframe, but not in my brain. So, this was a very interesting headline by Downtown Alliance. It's a great time to open a restaurant in New York City. Business owners are predicting deals on rent will lead to surge of new ventures. One of the huge perks right now are second-generation spaces, real estate already built out for a restaurant before that business closed or relocated. Which saves restaurants lots of time and upfront costs, adding things like venting and kitchens. Downtown Alliance made a whole spreadsheet available if you want to own a restaurant in right down, downtown Manhattan here. I'll have to look elsewhere. But we've got the Downtown Alliance looking out for us in New York City. We've got in Uptown, uh, uptown other, uh, you know, places... Uh, that are trying to fix up the Upper West Side. Called the Upper West Side Together Group. The Upper West Side Together. Un it's formed in July 2020 to f respond to rising crime and safety concerns. So uptown, downtown, and all around... New Yorkers are looking out for each other better than de Blasio, better than Cuomo. And what's, what, what do we hear? Oh, well, Cuomo's nursing home thing. And that's, that's true. We need to focus on all of these Cuomo scandals. We need to focus on whether or not New York City is getting vaccines. But can we bring on people who are literally taking into their own hands to fix New York City instead of obsessing about what's going on miles away from us. Yes, I believe the Im Im infiltration of illegal immigrants will impact New York City again. Will impact New York. But I will also give faith that that will be worked on and fixed and maybe processed the right way. Until then, until then, here on Alex Garrett Podcasting, let's bring on those who are really trying to bring this city together. The Upper West Siders, the Downtown Alliance, New York City Hospitality Alliance, Stephen Patzer, I'm hoping to bring him on. He's doing a whole uh, brunching you know, at, at Chinese restaurants for a day. It's going to be pretty cool as we see the rise in anti-hate, you know, uh, as we see the rise in anti-Asian hate crime. Why not go into the community and say, hey, we're going to dine with you. We're not going to hurt you. Great idea. And to keep it going during a pandemic is great. Hoping to have Stephen Patzer on. But let's focus on those who are literally Robin Hood app, Wes Moore, who are literally bridging the gap for the city to fix us back again so that once this uh, vaccine has been totally rolled out, once pandemic is totally done, we are stronger 
not more divided, we are stronger. And you know how we do that? By focusing on those who are making us stronger. But we don't want to do that in the media world. We want to see what things that keep us separated, keep us angry, keep us, uh, our ratings going. Not here. And that's why I won't make it, because I believe in bridging the gap. I don't care about ratings. I care about one thing, especially today. It's bringing the left, the right, the upper west side, the lower east side, the lower west side, downtown, uptown, midtown of New York City together again, stronger together. And it comes by everyday people doing extraordinary things to keep us up and running firstly and then to kick us back up into high gear. They are the ones that are bridging the gap for us. And we'll try and do that here, highlight them here, where we're always adapting on Alex Garrett Podcasting.